Yep, another QuackCast, the 201st. The QuackCast, of course, is usually reviews of supplements, complementary, and alternative medicine, i.e. scams, but sometimes I wander off into the world of real medicine. For example, this one is called, When Should I Get the Flu Vaccine? Not when, not if. I was asked this question by one of my infection control practitioners. We started offering the flu vaccine the first week of October, and some have delayed getting their shot for fear that immunity would not last the flu season. She pointed me to an NPR article, yes, it is possible to get your flu shot too soon, as the driving fear of too little too soon. So when should you get the flu shot? The short answer, I don't know. There are multiple variables that make it difficult to answer the question. When does flu season start? When does it end? Influenza has immunologic variation from year to year, and different strains circulate during the year. The strain at the end of the season is different than the strain at the beginning of the season. How good is the match between the circulating strains of influenza and the vaccine? How good is the immunologic response of the host? So many questions. Perhaps by answering these questions, we can come up with an estimated optimal time to receive the flu vaccine. So when is the flu season? Well, it usually starts mid-fall. Cases rise rapidly in the winter and then just as rapidly decline. Over a 34-year period, quote, flu activity most often peaked in February, 14 seasons, followed by December, 7 seasons, March, 6 seasons, and January, 5 seasons. I would note that the 1918-19 pandemic peaked in October, and that was the worst flu season ever. So you would generally want to have antibody from December to March for protection during the worst of the flu season. And then, of course, there's H1N1, which had the audacity to begin in the spring. It takes about two weeks to develop an antibody response after a vaccine. So if you go back six months from the latest seasonal historical peak, that would be more or less October. There are always sporadic cases of influenza during October and November as influenza studies along, but it never really takes hold till later. Why is that? Herd immunity? Waiting for vitamin D levels to decline? Not enough indoor crowding? I don't know, but I suspect a little of each. Part of the problem with the flu vaccine is that it offers less than perfect protection combined with less than perfect uptake. With 60% of children and 40% of adults vaccinated last year and a 60% effectiveness, the U.S. did not have anywhere near the vaccination rates that would be expected to be needed to stop the spread of disease. I would wonder if maximizing vaccination early would have an effect on the spread of influenza later in the year. Minimizing the effect on the population as opposed to the individual. I still want a year when the vaccine is only offered west of the Mississippi, I live in Oregon, and mandated for everybody under pain of having to move east. But I live in the U.S. Societal benefits be damned. How will the timing of the vaccine help me? Me. Me, me, me. One answer may be to know how long neutralizing antibodies last. As always, it depends on the population studied. Pregnant HIV-positive patients have a lower antibody level that falls faster than HIV-negative patients. If you are elderly, the antibody response to the vaccine may last a year, 
and is better if there was pre-existing antibody. Quote, these findings demonstrated that the elderly living in the community developed adequate antibody responses with sustainable titers throughout the 12-month study period after influenza vaccine immunization. Moreover, the presence of pre-existing antibody at a titer of greater than 40 prior to vaccination strongly affected the antibody response to influenza vaccination. And the increased dose vaccine gives a higher antibody peak and a slower decline in antibody levels. For H1N1, well, their protection lasts about two years, although there is some antibody from the 1976 swine flu vaccine that still reacts to H1N1. And there are more of the same. So how long do antibodies from flu vaccines last? It depends on the strains in the vaccine and the host vaccinated and the type of vaccine. But most of the time, for most of the strains in most of the hosts, the antibodies mostly last the season. Mostly. But it is well known that antibody levels do not necessarily correlate with protection against disease. So how about more real-world results? In the 2011 season in Spain, quote, vaccine effectiveness was 61% in the first 100 days after vaccination, 42% between 100 and 119 days, and zero thereafter. This decline mainly affected people aged 65 and over. These results suggest a low preventative effect of the 2011-12 seasonal influenza vaccine and a decline in vaccine effectiveness with time since vaccination. So in that study, it was good for three months that year in that population. But that was a year with a poor match between the circulating strains and the vaccines. For the elderly against H2N2 in 2011, in a late flu season with a limited match between the vaccine and the circulating strains, notice the qualifiers, quote, the estimated influenza vaccine efficacy was 52%, and then it declined thereafter. A decrease in vaccine effectiveness with time since vaccination, however, was only observed in individuals aged 65 and more. And again, this is before the high-dose vaccine. A subsequent study concluded, quote, we found an overall adjusted VE that provided significant and fairly consistent protection ranging from 54% to 67% during 0 to 180 days post-vaccination. So that was effectiveness for six months. But this was in a young population over four flu seasons. So why does the efficacy of the vaccine decline in some populations and not others? It could be declining immunity, but it could also be due to a drift of the virus during the season. The strains at the start of the flu season are immunologically different from the strains at the end of the season. So the vaccine could prevent the disease at the start of the season, but might not prevent disease at the end of the season due to an increase in mismatch. In which case, perhaps, delaying the vaccine would set you up for an early case of influenza, but then not help prevent a case later in the flu season. In other words, waiting can make you more vulnerable early in the season, but still not protect you later in the flu season. So, looking at the start of the season, the peak of the season, the type of vaccine, usual adjuvanted increased dose, the circulating strain, the host, young, old, transplant, HIV, antibody kinetics, and clinical trials. When should you get the flu vaccine? Got me. 
But playing the odds, it looks to average out to about October to mid-December at the latest. That should provide protection at the usual start of the season and during the usual peak. That's when I'm going to get my vaccine. August and September would be a little too soon. December would be a little too late. As the CDC suggests, quote, optimally, vaccinations should occur before onset of influenza activity in the community. Healthcare providers should offer vaccination by the end of October if possible. Vaccination should continue to be offered as long as influenza viruses are circulating. While influenza outbreaks can happen as early October, most of the time influenza activity peaks between December and March, although activity can last as late as May. Since it takes about two weeks after vaccination for antibodies to develop in the body that protect against influenza virus infection, it's best to get people vaccinated so they are protected before influenza begins spreading in their community. I like it when the CDC agrees with me. And so ends the 201st QuackCast. You can find links to my static multimedia empire at edgydoc.com. Otherwise, thanks for listening. Bye.